Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a serious disc agreement, <laughs> the only serious podcast on the Australian internet about movie disc culture. I am one half of this two disc box set, Blake <laughs> Howard of Heat, One Heat Minute Productions, and my special features disc, my loaded, <laughs> my packed, my essential expenditure for this double packaging is my co-host. He's the co-host also of Total Reboot and Finding Drago and Finding Desperado and the Netflix film Buffet. Holy shit, what the frick <laughs> is this guy not on on the Australian podcast landscape? It's Alexi Toliopoulos. Hello, my friend. Blake Howard, I'm so excited to be talking physical media with you here today and very excited to be talking about this release in particular. This is for people who've already looked down at your... If you're one of those people who looks down at your podcasting app and mm-hmm. you read what the title of the podcasting app, you've already been spoiled mm-hmm. as to what we're going to be talking about today. But it is 1988's seminal and influential Akira. Now on, I think maybe it's third or fourth generational iteration, mm. jumping up to 4K and... Holy shit, dude. If I didn't already love this movie and already think it was kind of an unbridled masterpiece, yeah. seeing it get all the love that it deserves with such a sexy upscaling and just like a real proper mm-hmm. liner notes, 4K upscaling, audio upscale, all that stuff. Tell just before we dive into why folks listening to this who are physical media nuts like you and I need to get their hands on this bad boy. What's your relationship with this thing? I love this movie. I think the first time I saw it would have been towards the end of high school. Uh, So the movie would have already been about like, you know, 20 years old at that time. And, uh, you know, hearing so much about it going like, this is in the 1001 movies you must see before you die. One of like the few non-Ghibli anime movies to be like kind of spoken about so highly and to be so like synonymous in popular culture, to be like a ubiquitous experience in like cyberpunk, uh, you know, in that realm as well in science fiction. And it was like on my hit list. I remember I got that last like Mad Men release on Blu-ray. I think it would have come out like 2011 around that time or a bit earlier and just like popping it on and being like blown away by it. And I revisit it every now and then, but I was lucky enough to see this same restoration in the cinema last year when things started easing up. And I was like, you know what? This is the one I'm going to go to. This is what (laughs) I have to go see on the big screen. And just being re-enveloped in it again, just like it's such a thrill because I think now it holds like another special place in my heart because it's like a rare entry in a canon that I just have so much love and respect for, which is like films that were once set off in a far distant future that are now set in the past. And we've just <laughs> yes. crossed that line with Akira. You know, yeah. those, those are the kind of movies I have such a fondness for, like your Blade Runners. But more importantly, I'm talking stuff like... Um, like I really love Predator 2 like those movies that are like they don't put it that too far ahead in the no. future and you just cr- come across it one day yeah no we've we've definitely run Predator 2's race for it and there is no <laughs> there's not enough Danny Glover in our timeline and there's certainly not enough Predator uh, Predators for sport I saw this one in film studies class at university I'd mm-hmm. never had a chance to see it when I was younger I'd heard that it was influenced for the Matrix and yeah. you know like 
for us physical media nuts back then, like videos, if you have a local video store, and I was living on the Central Coast in like mm. a, which is a, a, a like a smallish sort of town, um, towns, a bunch of towns uh, north of Sydney. If you weren't in Sydney, there wasn't many video stores who like yeah. had it. So I went looking for it, couldn't find it. And I remember seeing a clip of it during a lecture at university. Mm. And it is the incredible Tetsuo Kaneda scene that is leaning up to like the chaotic mm. ending of the movie. And it's him being unable to contain his entire body. And it's just like ex this, this power, this surging stuff that he has inside him is like exploding out of his physical specimen. Mm. And I saw this great like parallel uh, vision of this happening. One was in Akira and the other was in My Neighbor Totoro, mm. which is the tree looking like a mushroom cloud and exploding. And yeah. his, the physical mass manifestation is his body exploding with that kind of nuclear level energy. And I saw it for like two seconds, quickly ran up to my lecture at the end. I'm like, so do you have a, like, does the university have a Ooh. copy of Akira? And he's like, yeah. Like, he's like, I'm pretty sure they do. But if they don't come back to my office, I have one in my office. Oh, wow. And I, I just watched it right there on a stupid, like four yeah. by three pan and scan, awful version. Yeah. And I was still, I was still blown away. And so, I've, I've, I, I'm, I'm so disappointed now that I didn't get a chance to catch it in the cinema like yourself. Mm. But holy shit, this version from Mad Men that's come out um, with uh, Funimation, this mm -hmm. ultra HD version that you and I are holding in our hot little hands, mm -hmm. is one of the most incredible uh, upscales I think I've yeah. ever seen. Absolutely. Uh, you know, this has been like a... Uh, an anticipated release for me like all year long I've had it in like my watch list my freaking <laughs> carts my pre-orders perhaps like all year long just sitting there like waiting to pull that trigger so I'm so glad we got it sent because like it even like outdid like my expectations for it because I think like it hitting overseas a little bit earlier you know people are always critical when they get like a new like upscale or a new like restoration of a beloved film so you see like those criticisms kind of come through but like finally getting my hands I'm like man this there's nothing like this and this is one of those movies i'm like i'm gonna buy it every time just to for the <laughs> thrill of just purchasing it again as well as kind of part of it yeah it's and um Guys, if you do get your hands on it and you run out, whether you're like a JB Hi-Fi mm -hmm. freak like Alexi and I are, or you're more of an online shopper, go and seek it out. It is most mm -hmm. certainly worth your money, especially if you've upskilled. If you haven't upskilled to Ultra HD just yet, it does also have a insane Blu-ray, mm -hmm. um, which you can get of the... There's a Blu-ray copy of the film in here and like waiting for your upscaling copy so it can be one of your first ones on UHD. But classic liner notes, huge mm -hmm. interviews with all the original cast, but... What I really want to say is if you are one of those folks who are, are like a sound nut, whether yes. you've got um, like a sound system where you can do the whole virtual thing and have your like really rad Bluetooth headphones in there or you've got like a virtual surround sound sort of setup, there is a thing that the creators um, um, of this release have done, which is use AI. It's called Pegasus mm. Audio Remastering. And it is to augment the atmospherics of the whole city. And if you know Neo Tokyo and the sounds that you imagine and how visceral the experience already is visually and like has a great soundtrack and has all these great bikes riding and things exploding mm. and bodies ripping and tearing and it's just such a great soundscape. The sound on this release is actually insane. And I wish that I'd had a 
I, I kind of haven't done the whole like put it in my noise cancelling Sony Bluetooth mm. headphones yet, but like that is coming because it's just the sound in this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply is so ridiculous that I just, you know, it, f- for what it's worth, um, you know, if you're an audiophile as well, it's just an insane soundscape. And that's another big influence it's had on, I mean, every single cyberpunk thing since it came out. It's just like the whole atmosphere of this movie is just palpable. Absolutely. And there's like a bonus feature that's like about 40 minutes long that is in Japanese that like goes very deeply into like the reconstruction of the sound for this remaster. And there's also another shorter uh, bonus feature on there that just goes into like the construction of the score, how the score was composed by Shoji Yamashiro uh, and how they kind of like bring that together with like these organic and like classical sounds of uh you know based on like indonesian music and like primal japanese music with like these big like hollow xylophone like instruments and that one i didn't even have subtitles on it and i was just i was like (laughs) just getting swamped in it just watching and seeing the music come alive and in that japanese dub on here that's in like true hd in dolby just sounds phenomenal like beyond just the soundscapes of this music of this movie it's the music just absolutely surrounding you and it's like contrast with the vision of the film sounding like so different to what you would expect like a cyberpunky thing to be you expect to be synths you expect it to be vangelis but it's not that at all it feels so classical and organic in a way and it it just it has never felt more powerful in its juxtaposition than it has on this recent rewatch for me yeah it's it's really special there are there are truly special soundtracks that exist Mm. i like to think of tangerine dream and thief you know a movie that was originally going to be scored by like a chicago blues um Mm. and jazz but rather than that it was like no let's go to this like psychedelic dreamscape and that that choice and to make that choice and then to see how it like actually like has this transcendent quality that takes the text into another level it's just insane and yeah look i mean we could go on for hours but just suffice to say um, when we're coming to chat, especially about a single release that we're going to gush about, we're going to keep it brief. And just to mm-hmm. say, like, this is a must buy. Alexi and I would not would have been talking about this, whether the beautiful people at Mad Men um, were gracious enough to send us a copy to check out. But mm. holy dooly, would would that cart, would that uh, wish list have turned into a shopping cart, have turned into a shipping notice mm-hmm. if we weren't going to get Absolutely. our hands on this? Um, so, yeah, I like uh, incredible five-star movie mm-hmm. and one of the most rigorous and thoughtful, uh, you know, approaches to upscale it because yeah. they're really truly making it worthwhile. It's not just a, you know, package it, let's get it out there for the cheapest possible five buck jobby. Mm. It is, they've taken an extreme amount of care. I do love really gorgeous, glossy liner notes. Yeah. The packaging is absolutely sensational. There are literally three Akira 
gorgeous posters on the mm. covers. We'll post a little photo online um, as we post and this episode. Kind of exciting as well that it's not none of them. They're all three iconic images uh, for Akira, but none of them are the one that you anticipate, which is uh, <laughs> the man with the motorcycle in front of him, which yes. is like the poster I had growing up. It's not that. So it's, it's kind of that. like, it shows like how much iconography there is in this movie. They were able to use three different images. And as well, this is just a little geeky thing I got to say about this packaging. Cause like the packaging is sensational. It's wonderfully put together. The rigid case on the outside is like so solid. The red color is so bright, but also on the insert that goes inside the case, like the actual cover for the case, the insert, um, it is double sided. So you don't see the inside on a 4k, but it's just to add like the redness or the color like the inside just plain red and it just adds that yes. redness to the exterior as well and makes it even brighter and even more like just bolder so just like a little detail like that is like a release it like shows how much care <laughs> and like honor went into this release and uh, the colors of Canada's bike are the, mm-hmm. is that quintessential Akira colors yeah. which is red and black and the UHD disc covers now the standard mm. is black the cover's red. It's just like yeah. everything about this is just like so hot shit. It's one of those things that's going to leap off your shelf when people are mm-hmm. looking at it. It's going to be that thing that it's impossible not to like go, hmm, it's maybe been a month. I can watch a kid again. Absolutely. Like, I'm going to display <laughs> flat on my shelf so you see <laughs> yeah. it when you walk in. Because <laughs> it is it is a very sexy, sexy disc. But man, yeah, look, um, go get it. Do yourself mm-hmm. a favor to do it. Alexi, thank you for gushing over this disc with me. Uh, on our lovely little serious disc agreement. Is there any final Mm. messages before we let these disc freaks go? I would just say, I will be honest with you guys, I am usually a dubs over subs, big time. I'm a big time dubs over subs. Dub uh, over sub. Almost 100% of the time. But I am so glad that I went into the subbies for this one, watched it with the subs, and that original Japanese remastered soundtrack because it is absolutely phenomenal. And I say that if you're going to only know that you're going to have one shot with Akira in a short little while, I'm actually going to freaking admit it. You got to go with the Japanese version. Go sub. It's all about go the, the sub. sub this time. I'm. I. This is out of character for me to go this <laughs> far in, but that just shows the quality that you're going to get, and to just be completely engulfed by that soundscape, by that score. There's nothing else freaking like it, dudes. Subs over dubs for mm-hmm. this one. Um, retroactively, we can discuss it on another serious disagreement, but I'm all dubs over subs for the recent Bruce Lee release from Criterion. I'm all dubs over subs. Like just familiarity mm-hmm. level, but I'm going to take your advice. I've watched it with the dubs instead yeah. of the subs and now I've got deep regrets. I'm going back. I'm you going back go in for back. another one, baby. Go back to the spin. past. Go back to 2019, Blake, <laughs> and watch it one more time. Uh, also fascinating because for years I was like, it's so cool that Akira predicted the 2020 Japanese Olympics. And now it's like, <laughs> no, that, unfortunately, that didn't quite come true. Those trivia questions I've asked in the past will have to be given a little asterisk now. Just throw them in the bin. Throw them in the bin. It's a big <laughs> asterisk on that. A big asterisk. If you ever lost that gold mage trivia with that question, <laughs> man, you got to call in. You might be able to get something from me. Uh-oh. 
Is there another copy of Gotti in Blu-ray Studios? Is there one Ooh. more copy for to, to, if someone calls in after a serious disagreement yeah. and they're like, "Dude, I lost at that trivia night. You owe me something from your shelves." Is there a special copy of Gotti for them or something? A special you know what bonus? I would disc? actually give out if someone did come after me like that. I'm gonna give them my old original Blu-ray copy of Akira that I stole the go. liner notes from and put them in this package as well. Uh, uh, uh. Hi, this is Blake Howard, host and producer of One Heat Minute Productions podcast. We dive into the great and underappreciated cinematic works, often one minute or one scene at a time. Our crew of guests are some of the most wonderful filmmakers, writers, authors, and critics ever assembled. Our shows include One Heat Minute, Josie and the Podcats, All the President's Minutes, Increment Vice, and right now, Zodiac Chronicle. Check out oneheatminute.com or find us wherever you get your podcasts.